What is good, my beautiful people? It is Thursday, Hello. February Hello. 9th. You are locked into For the Culture. This is episode one. For the Culture, welcome. I'm half of the show, Brian Chicken Noodle, Juice Wayne, Ace Boogie, <laughs> B, Camp. If I had any more aliases, the FBI would be after my ass. And I'm joined with... You said Ace Buggy? Who the hell is Ace Buggy? You, you with the better half, Brown Dom over here. Everyone should know who I am. Do I have to introduce myself? Uh, your favorite diabetic. Hello to all my ladies. Hope y'all doing well. Let me give a real quick shout out to my Youngstown State Penguins. My baseball Penguins. They start next week. Give them a nice little shout out. Wish them luck. I forget who they play, but, you know, they're going on ball, so good luck for them. And we're going to get started first. Give a shout out, some for of- that. shout out for the Abbey real quick. Oh, yeah, and the Abby real quick. Evan Chang with that quick Abby. If you haven't checked out our Twitter page, it's uh, For the Culture. That's I'll get the link later. It's the number four. Yeah, you got to put number four at the end. But at For the Culture, number four. Uh, check out our Twitter page. It's pretty tight. But we're going to start first with uh, some important news that we saw this week. First off, uh, so Drake posting photos. Well, actually, Nikki posted them with Drake himself, just by Drake. I mean, he he was savage. alone. That's what I'm saying. He's a savage. Savage. Nikki and Drake were, were alone. Okay? Everything then he said, Nikki, it back to back happened. Right. Nikki and Drake were alone together, and didn't Nikki and and uh, Meek just break up? Did that just happen? Yeah, that was like maybe two weeks ago. Like this dude, I can't even. I can't even get over that. But anyways, uh, so she actually took these pictures like a month ago it was like january 12th i think something like that um they were in a, they were recording together and uh apparently that's what tmz reported they were recording together in uh, the studio so that's pretty tight hopefully they release something i'm not a huge nikki fan but if they release something i'd actually be pretty dope but we'll see what happens so what'd you hear about uh did you hear something about lil wayne talking about new music with that yeah lil wayne hopped on espn i don't know past week or so Hitting at some new music with uh, what they're calling the big three, him, Nicky, and Drake. Bring back big the old the old Young Money team. Get some more uh, truffle butter music. <laughs> what the hell? Adam, did you know that uh, when uh, when Wayne did that song, he didn't even know what truffle butter meant? Like the slang term? Right. I still couldn't even tell you what truffle butter meant. We're not going to get into it on here. If you really want to know, Urban, I'm, Urban I'm, Dictionary's I'm, I'm, got you covered. You probably don't want to know. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with not getting into truffle butter if that's if that's cool with you. I mean, ladies, <laughs> hit me up if you want to talk about it later, but yeah, no, I'm cool with not talking about it. So yeah, hitting the new music, and then uh, Eminem got some big praise for his boy. Right. Well, here's the thing: they're both from Detroit, so I mean, it kind of makes sense. But as many of y'all know, um, Big Sean dropped that heat with "I Decided" and. No favors with Eminem on that track. I mean, not on track on the album. That track was heat. And uh, when they were together in the studio, apparently Eminem said that uh, Big Sean was one of the most dangerous MCs alive. And I don't know about you, Campbell, but I completely agree. Like, I don't know how you can't agree with that right now. If you listen to any of his last two albums, Dark Sky Paradise, heat. I decided, heat. Listen to listen to Paradise off of. Dark Sky Paradise, off of Dark, yeah, off of Dark Sky Paradise. Listen to Paradise, this song, and tell me this dude isn't one of the best MCs in the game right now. This dude goes in, 
It's a great it's a great song. We're gonna get into the album a little more later, but True. I mean Eminem has to say that about Big Sean because they're both from Detroit, like you said, but I mean he didn't he didn't have to say it. He he didn't have to say it, but I mean there's a reason why he said it and it's only half of because of his rapping ability, I think. From what I saw, apparently M is critical. I mean you don't have to look up online about that everyone knows eminem is pretty critical and pretty opinionated with most of the stuff so i mean you can't really expect him to say anything positive about someone but i don't care if he's from detroit or not he gave big sean love and i totally agree with him so but something else that i saw um i don't know if you saw it didn't kendrick lamar kendrick lamar and thugger were seen together in london you see that i did see a little bit about that uh Kendrick been whoring himself out for these for these features, <laughs> collaborations he was on. He doesn't even need to. What are you talking about? He, he doesn't need to, but he's been doing it. He was with Maroon 5 on a track. He did Stop. one, with, did one with Sia. Stop. You're going to hate on the Sia song? Don't act like it wasn't him. Okay, yeah, I won't, but you said Maroon 5. I'm just okay. saying what he did. I'm not saying whether it was good or not. I think the song was trash. But, yeah, he was spotted with <laughs> All right, Thugger. Roast. All right, Roast. We're... He was spotted with Thugger, and... Uh, that's a really interesting combo. That that could be something. You think that could happen though? That collab. I definitely think it could happen. I think it probably already you happened. Want it to happen because I 100% want it to happen. I'll take I it. I, I don't. I'm not itching to hear Young Thug and Kendrick spit together, but I'll take it. That's a good combo. You got Thugger being all ignorant. You got Kendrick actually putting in some good bars. I'll so. take basically any Kendrick. I'll take it. True. I think it's. A, I mean, low key a big deal. Nah, I mean, kind of. But we'll see what happens with it. So, and then <clears throat> something else I saw. There's a hurricane in the news. What's going on there? Stop! Stop! This man, <laughs> Hurricane Chris, announced he wants to fight Kodak for Lil Wayne for a grown man. Not, not the fact that like Lil Wayne can fight Kodak himself, probably because I don't know if you ever seen Kodak, but no, negative. This dude is a scrub. <clears throat> this man, Hurricane Chris, literally wants to fight Kodak for Lil Wayne. I mean, I can understand why they're both from Louisiana. That makes sense. And, and I saw a quote that said on his Facebook Live video, okay? It's a Facebook Live video, first off. That's just, you Not shouldn't even, be doing that. Just hop on Periscope. Yeah. Come on. Right, hop on Periscope, hop on, even Instagram Live is better. I don't even care. But anyways, he said, Hurricane Chris said, you play with my people, I'm going to break your jaw. Which I thought was pretty tight, <laughs> honestly. That's, and then Lil Wayne was with him when he said it. So I mean, apparently they have a nice relationship with one another. But I could actually never see this happening because Hurricane Chris, work on your music before you work on your fighting skills, because your music is trash. He's probably been working sure on his music sure for ten years. Trash. He's probably been working on music. You just haven't heard it. No one's heard it. No one's I, gonna I, hear I it. I tell you. I couldn't tell you which track by hurricane chris in the past seven years hey baby he just put out a diss track yesterday i want to say and i didn't i didn't care to listen to it yeah i I may peep it later but no i'm cool with with peeping that not right now um but i'm cool with that so anything else you heard by chance bobby schmurda that new plea deal maybe yeah i don't think there's much hope for uh mr schmoney dance because my man, my man's just copped the new plea deal, and he's gonna be locked up for, for a lot longer. Uh, one of his dudes took the fall, and he's he's in jail for life. But 
Bobby got some more uh, some more years tacked on. I mean, I saw that, but the fact that his apparently still girlfriend tried to sneak a shank into prison for him. This man's a celebrity. <laughs> How are you going to sneak a shank into a prison for a celebrity? You know they got this man. Maximum highly, security. Right. Highly secured. This dude's trying to never get out of prison and never make money again. So, I, I dumb. He broke just, the number one rule. He snitched on himself in a song. Right. <laughs> Stupid. All right. So. Let's hop into these new releases, recent yeah, releases. releases. All right. So. I'm sure if any of you know anything about music, like I said about Big Sean, what'd you what'd you hear about the I Decided album? Go ahead. What'd you hear about that? I listened to it a couple times through. Of course, of course. Uh, I like the features on the album. It's got Jeremiah, it's got Janae Iko, Migos, and of course yeah, Eminem. Yeah. Quavo, the hardest. Quavo goes in like always. Right. His 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 verse on the album is my favorite probably. But anyways, go ahead. Uh, it's Big Sean's fourth album. Pro- it's right. def- it's definitely his best album, which and Dark Sky Paradise is pretty good. And Detroit, I like both. Well, Detroit's a mixtape. Detroit's a mixtape. I mean, Sean's first two albums are pretty forgettable. Dark Sky Paradise is cool, but I, I like this one better. True. If you weren't a Big Sean fan going into this album, it's not going to change your opinion on him. It's kind of it's more Big Sean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got kind of like a if you're reading this, it's too late vibe to it. Oh, yeah, I feel that. I didn't really think about that, but that, that's for sure a good comparison for it. Overall, I'd probably give the album like a 7 out of 10. I mean, it's got replay value. There's some hot tracks on there. Sacrifices is nice. No favors is nice. Definitely a 7, I think, is a good good ranking for it. Those are definitely my two favorite tracks, too. The one with Eminem is just... I think it's really good, but... I think Eminem has featured in some other songs that are better. Personal opinion, but Eminem really doesn't say anything. Like he just kind of hops on there, flexes how good of a rapper he is, and then leaves. Like there's, <laughs> he says "fuck Trump" in there, and uh, he goes. Into, I'm not like, mad. Hey, we're not gonna talk about, about politics that. on this show, but fuck Trump. <laughs> right. True. Shout out this man YG for making that track too. Okay, this next album we're gonna get into. I'm sure it's been it's, out. It's been out a minute, but we gotta it, talk about it. It's been out. It's been out for like what? Probably shit. A month now, maybe. Uh, no, not a month. Like two and a half weeks, three weeks, something like that. Uh, Migos number dropping, one though. It is number one. Migos dropping culture. Um, for the a couple culture. Fridays. It was actually a couple Fridays ago. Uh, they dropped the album. It features uh, Khaled, Gucci, Two Chains, Travis Scott, Uzi. Unfortunately, Uzi, by the way. Um. <laughs> He, they need to take that that feature off of that track. Uh, Bad and Bougie is a ten times better song without him on it. Did and you say, did you say take off? Enough. Did you say take off? Okay, not take <laughs> off from the from Migos. Put my man's on the song. Come on, put right? take off on the song. I don't know why to take off on the track. It's Migos. Like, anyways, and Metro Boomin and Zaytoven both helped produce this. So, so you already it also makes the high album. You don't even have to like it gives them more of like a it's a mainstream low key album. You don't have to like rap music to to fuck with some of the tracks on the on the album. I'm sure if you listen to the radio today, just just today alone you for bad and bougie. So um 
Bad and Boozy is actually number one on the Billboard 200 right now, which is tight. And, um, like, so many things have happened with this album. T-shirt hitting 200, I mean, 20 million views on Spotify, or 20 million plays, I mean. That song's a banger. There's so many party bangers on this album, and I think alone that just makes it such I mean, a dope album. That's what Migos is. That is true. And they stay with their, uh, you know. They didn't switch up the formula or anything for this, they... It's more Migos, and, I think and that's good. It is more Migos. And they stay with their original trap sound with Deads featuring 2 Chains. If you haven't listened to Deads yet, the song, check it out. It's very, very underrated. It got that original, like I said, trap sound. The beat on that is tight. Um, not to mention, a lot of the songs that are famous on the, on the album have plenty of features, which kind of takes down the value a little bit, because obviously Migos didn't do it alone. But they do have one track in the album, T-shirt, which I talked about already. Are you going to get into it about Jermaine Cole going double platinum with no features? (laughs) (laughs) Stop, stop. (laughs) For real, though. Like, I think it takes down the value a little bit. I don't, don't, you got to give J. Cole some love for that. Like, come on now. This man. I wasn't trying to open up a J. Cole conversation. I know, I know, but I got to say something about it. But I'll give it an 8.5 out of 10. My favorite song. It was hard to choose. But um, Get Right With You. That's just... I, that's not your favorite song, I'm hurt. Quavo's verse in that song is absolute heat. I can't stress it enough. Go listen to it right now if you haven't heard it, please. But we'll get on to the next subject. Um, Some hot actually, singles out this week. Yeah, we'll talk about some new singles. Go ahead. Puya dropped Torch. It's Flames. I think it is Flames. Go listen to it. Does that have a Fat Nick feature? His album is coming out soon, does. I want to say it does. I'm not I'm not sure about that. But uh, Russ staying on the grind, dropping what seems like a new single every week. Every out, week. Bro. Coming out with Journey this week. And they're week. all sounding like very, 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 very average. But anyways. That's, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. That is my opinion, but still, keep going. Juicy J put out "Ain't Nothing." I like with, that track. Uh, with Wiz Khalifa and Ty Dolla Sign. Good features, good features. Except Wiz is just falling off nowadays. But Wiz is dude, Wiz. He's washed. Right, he's washed. But hey, he's got stacks and he's got some old shit you can bump to. So, whatever, keep going. Then Staples put out "Bag Back," which uh, I don't really fuck with the beat on the song very much. I still haven't heard that track. Is it dope? Vince is dope. The True, beat, I fuck with Vince Tables hard. The, the beat, eh, I wish he would have picked something else. Word. And then what I think is going to be a hit coming up is Born featuring Quavo. With that song is Hot Top. dope. Anything with Quavo. Listen, Quavo, you don't have to agree with me. Top two or three in the game right now. Don't agree with me. Quavo, everything he touches turns to flames. You can't tell me it doesn't. You got it's the Midas, got the Midas touch. That's what I'm saying. All right, what we so if y'all follow me on Twitter, like I said, if you don't know my Twitter name, at Brown Dom. That's three y'all M's. See, yeah, three, three M's. M's. Three M's on the end of, on the end of Dom. Brown Dom the, itself was taken, which I'm still heard about, but we're not gonna go down that road. Anyways, y'all have seen my music 
question of the day. I do one every day. I try to make it somewhat, you know, a relevant question or something that everyone can fuck with and everyone knows a little bit. That's why I can't completely put, like, underground rappers on there and stuff like that. Like I said, I want to. I just can't. Anyways. There's a lot of white girls. What are you saying? Exactly. There's a lot of white girls out there. You know, oh, my God. Why didn't you put J. Cole on there? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where is Drake? You know, she like that. That's not That's not what we want to be hearing. Don't you know? hate on Aubrey. <laughs> I love Aubrey. Aubrey Graham. But That's what no, I'm talking like, about. There's rappers on the come up that deserve a part of the poll. Anyways, True. the question that I chose to talk about this week was... Um, let me check real quick. Favorite song off of Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City album. But and the options that were on the poll were "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe," "Swimming Pools," "Poetic Justice," and "Mad City." Uh, actually, "Mad City" won, which was kind of surprising to me, kind of, like a little bit, because everyone in like 2000 when the album came out, like. 2013. 2011. Was it? Was it that late? I, don't, I think it was 2013. Uh, that sounds right. I, I think it was that late. I'm everyone, exactly. everyone was on poetic justice back then. Everyone, bro, because had. It was 2012 when it, when it was dropped. Some of the features were dropped earlier. Anyways, it just hurt because, like I said earlier, I would have put other tracks on the album, like. I mean, not on the album, on the on the question. There's so many good songs. Backstreet Freestyle or Backseat Freestyle. Money Trees. Money Trees. Uh, Sing About Me. I'm Dying of Thirst. Great songs. I, like top songs in the album, in my opinion. My favorite song from the album is Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst. And I couldn't put that on there. And I've still heard about it. Like, people were getting all mad at me, tweeting at me about it. Oh, why didn't you put those songs or this song? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, because you know how many white girls follow me? Like, we know, we know. They would, they, they would have no Stop. <laughs> <laughs> they would have no idea what I'm talking about. Like, I wouldn't change anything about the question, honestly. But, shake my head. There's so many good songs in the album that I wish I could have put on the question. But now we're going to get into five songs that you're bumping in your headphones this week. Campbell, hit me with the five jams. I'm going to try to rank these in uh, order of how much I'm playing them, starting at right. number five being the least. And that is Drake and Gucci coming in with both. Yes, I said Drake before Gucci because everything sounds like Drake featuring Drake. That's his words, not mine. Uh, uh, this is true. this is probably one of Drake's top five hooks. I mean, the hook is just so infectious. It makes you want to oh, listen he... to the song over and over and over again. And I've been bumping it since it came out mid-December. It's... It's not my top five, but definitely like my top fifteen or ten. So I totally like, agree with you on that. The first time I heard the song, I was like, I'm gonna need to listen to that about fifteen more times right now. <laughs> Gu- Gucci, Gucci's verse is it's all right. Drake's verse is all right. It's really just the hook. It's like a two and a half minute, three minute song. True. Next up, another OVO boy, Roy Woods, featuring one of my favorite up and comers in the game, Made in Tokyo. Hey, the home. And not even he's not even up and coming at this he's point. Up, he's up. Like he's established, bro. He's he's pretty up. Like like you just said. Like, come on now. He, he said he's not using Uber anymore. He said fuck Uber. 
how do you say fuck Uber after making a song about Uber? I know. How's he going to perform that show, uh, that song at shows? Well, it don't matter because he's probably using a skateboard. He knows skateboard, P. Ooh. You know what it is. Bling Blau. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Instinct, it's a, it's an R&B type song. True. It's pretty dope. Uh, Made in Tokyo drops a nice verse on there. Check it out if you haven't. Next up. 070. If you don't know Shake, get with it. Sunday night. That's what I'm hearing, man. I heard that dude's dope. It's a chick. Or a chick, excuse me. Get it, get it I right. I haven't listened to her, dude. I'm serious. I have not listened to her. Uh, right. If you're into like that Travis Scott atmospheric trap sound, check her out. You'll like it. Word. Sunday night. That's the song. And uh, next up, we got June 3rd. Everyone out there just went, who the hell is June 3rd? June third oh. is a R&B artist out of LA, and he's got a couple tracks on SoundCloud. Some of them are up over a million plays. Uh, this Damn. one is called "Your Fault." If you're a fan of Bryson Tiller, you'll really fuck with it. Uh, Shit, I would be a fan of Bryson Tiller if this dude ever came out with some tracks. Shit, go out the single that, every fucking three years, but that that's for another day. But uh, he says he's dropping an album at the, uh, some point this year. And then number one, we already talked about it, Big Sean featuring Migos, Quavo, whatever you want to say, Sacrifices. Favorite song off the album by far. Bruh. That song to bump. He mentions Braun on the track. That's That's three rings. That's Braun, Braun. And I know Nico Padovan, I know you're listening to this right now, slash Web Charles. And y'all going to hate on Braun, but... When Curry went three rings, holla at me. All right. Anyways. They're, they're not going to be hollering at you. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know. <laughs> Shh. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. So those are my my five. What's your five? All right. So. Shh. It was hard to put them in order, honestly, because I'm. Shit. I'm bumping all these right now, for real. Um, First, you know, we'll start. We'll start with the fifth one first when I'm bumping the least. Probably, uh, if you haven't listened to Denzel Curry yet, please, please, please listen to this man. He can spit better than 97, you know, 97, 98, probably 99% of rappers out there right now. This dude's still kind of underground. Um, listen to his um, album, Imperials Tight. But Denzel Curry, the song Parents is incredible the beat is insane it's kind of trippy it starts trippy um song soundcloud peep it if you haven't but it's old as hell probably three or four years old something like that um if you haven't like i said if you haven't listened to it check it out it's dope my second track was pittsburgh sound by wiz songs old as hell Old, oldie like, but goldie. Oh, because this man used to make bangers, and this like a couple weeks ago, I was chilling with one of my boys, just you know hanging out, having a good time, and I hear you know all through my blood. I can't sing, I can't, can't sing it, but you know, when that track comes on, I'm like, oh shit, that always show improve was a banger from 2006, bro. That's how old that song is. My dude was wearing a big ass black t-shirt, like 
XXX Super XL, like on the cover and shit. That's how old this album is. Baggy ass clothes. But yeah, what's I'm your, What's your favorite song? old Wiz song, real quick? What's your favorite old Wiz song? You you gonna do me like that, real quick? On the spot, I want to hear it. On the sp- medicated, probably if we're going that old. That's not even that old. Like really old. Like Cushion Orange probably. Juice era. Cushion. Damn. There's so many good songs, bro. How you gonna do me like that? Cause I want to know. I want the real answer. Let, give me like ten seconds. I want the buzzer beater favorite Wiz song. Uh, we're gonna go guilty conscience. Okay. Um, off of uh, Taylor Alderdice. That song I listened to when I was in. I think I saw that album came out or that mixtape came out in middle school for me. Um, that song was just heat, man. It, the that beat is incredible, and I still bump it. But what's yours? I gotta go with never been. Off Cushion Orange Juice. How? Because the sample is absolute fire. The sample comes from one of the greatest video games of all time, sir. <laughs> Chrono Trigger? I don't even know what Chrono Trigger is, bro. What the hell are you talking that's, about? That's the problem right there. Mm. That's not the problem. Mm. Cushion, Cushion OJ had some unbelievable tracks, and you you picked Never Been. Mesmerize. That beat is the best beat on the album. Don't at me. Easily the best beat on the album. Still blazing. And dope. Good dank. I can listen to that song over and over and over and over again. And you pick Never Been, bro. In the cut. In the cut. And you pick Never Been. I'm done. I'm. It's I'm personal done. opinion. I, I guess. Let me go I'm back appreciating to my... it on the producer and the rapper side. I'm going back to my tracks. All right, third uh, most I'm listening to by Roy Ayers, old ass soul man, like 1970s. We're talking. Ghost everybody song is everybody loves the sunshine, smooth as hell. If you have not listened to that song before, go check it out. I think it's I think it's been straight out of Compton the movie. Um, Dre's like sitting on his bed or something, listen to it. Uh, but. I'm sure that track has been sampled so many times by so many rappers, and I, every I I just listen to it all the time because it's so smooth, and I just gotta keep listening to it, man. It's, it's some incredible stuff on that, but not really much I can say about it. It's just dope. Check it out. Like I said, Roy Ayers, everybody loves the sunshine. Great song. My fourth track is Suicide Boys Feet Germ, King Cobra. I'm sure if you listen to Suicide Boys for the first time, you are not going to get a good impression. Um, kind of got to adapt to them a little bit. I'm not going to lie to it. Yeah, it's a different sound. They, they are a different sound, man. They scream. They kind of got some, you know, they're really, they're not really underground anymore. They're pretty, they're kind of famous low key. But they got some, some violent lyrics, you know, some misogynist lyrics, stuff like that. But that song is just, it came out like two days ago, I think. But it bumps. Check it out. I saw someone um, big on Twitter tweet out a Suicide Boys song. I think it was Chad Johnson. Chad Johnson. Like Ocho Cinco? Yeah, I think so. Stop. I did the other day. But my number one song, you know, not a hard one, not a hard choice. Migos, Get Right With You. 
don't know how you don't pick that song. It's I can't even what am I gonna say about it? It's it's incredible. I love that song. Quavo just makes I can listen to Quavo's verse constantly, so and I listen to culture over and over again, so the first song I pick off culture every time is Get Right Witches, so that's why I'm listening to it so much. And the fact that it's just dope. So and you can listen to that song while you're chilling, or you can go to a party and bump it. So it's it's dope either way. But alright. So Next thing, complex the other day? next thing we're getting into. Complex. Trying to start some heat. Trying to start something online. Some old they, ass article. They, they they updated an old article that has the best rapper alive every year since 1979. And recently they just named Chance the Rapper the top <laughs> rap, the top rapper for 2016. <laughs> so they went and updated this article and we're going to go through from 96 on and we're just going to talk about who they should give our opinion, you know, on if, each one. If they got it right, who they should have had, whatever. Alright. So 96, I don't think either of us are going to argue Tupac. Not even Tupac, obviously. Came in. He released All Eyes on Me, and he got out of prison like a month and a half before he released the album. He dropped All Eyes on Me, Don Caluminati, and he dropped right. Hit Him Up. Like, it's not even a question. Obviously, Biggie, eh, kind of close. But... This man released an album, like I said, a month after he got out of prison, and it went five times platinum. So, I mean, there's really no debate there. But, yeah, I mean, Biggie's kind of close, like I said, but no. Tupac wins that conversation every time. And by the way, on my Twitter poll yesterday, the Biggie and Tupac one, or two days ago, who would you keep alive? Biggie won that? Stop. Stop. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Biggie makes, you know, the, the radio. Listen to anything by Tupac, and it's just better. That's all I can say. But well, that's that's for another time. We'll, we'll debate that another day. But anyways, Tupac. Transitioning right into 1997, they put right. Biggie. And I'm not, I'm not hating on Biggie. Yes, they got it right. He should have won 97. Well, Pac, uh, Pac died in 96. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, uh, Biggie came out with Hypnotize, Mo Money, Mo Problems. Uh, he had features on All About the Benjamins and Victory. So, really, no arguing there. No doubt. And the, not to mention, which is dope about the fact that he was the dopest alive in 97, is that he was alive for like three months. Yeah, so 67 days. Which And he exactly. put out all that heat. Which is dope. And Life After Death was just incredible. One, one of my favorite rap albums of all time. So we're going to transition right into 98, and they picked DMX. And I'm not going to argue that because DMX is one of my all-time favorites. I think it's – I'm going to say yes, but at the same time, you got to realize there's this man. I don't know if you know who he is. His name's Sean Carter, um, a.k.a. Jay-Z. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he was on like come up this year. 98, uh, I'm not saying he should have won this, you know, most – Famous rapper of the year, you know, best rapper of the year that year. But Volume 2, Hard Knock Life, that album was dope. It was. It, it was. wasn't the dopest album he's released, but it was pretty tight. And he was he was in some clout that year, bro. Like, he's pretty tight. He shouldn't have won. DMX should have won, don't get me wrong, with the It's Dark and Hell is Hot album. But still, it was close. It's all right, though, because they gave him 99, well-deserving of 
True. Jay Z one ninety nine, very well deserving. Uh, um, like I said, he was riding that clout from ninety eight with his uh, Volume Two album, so he deservingly won ninety nine. Uh, Hard Knock Life is still one of my favorite songs, like rap songs. It's just tight. I love that song. It's a banger. And off of his Volume Three Life and Times of Sean Carter album, he put out. One of my favorite rap lines of all time. I actually heard it from my seventh grade baseball coach. Okay. We're just going to put it there. That's where I heard it first. But when I actually heard it in the song, let me repeat it for y'all. Can we get he, the ethnicity of this coach? His name's Burgle. I'm not even playing, bro. Can we get the ethnicity? Oh, he was white. Fat white dude. <laughs> not even playing. Fat, fat white dude. But he said, it's from Big Pimpin', by the way, by UGK. Not by UGK, featuring UGK. Uh, um, he said, me give my heart to a woman, not for nothing, never happen, I be forever macking. True. That line is hard as fuck. And don't get me wrong, this man is not forever macking, you know. Oh He's my wife. god, Beyonce's having twins. He's wifed up. I, I don't care that Beyonce's having twins. Cut the shit, don't tweet about it every two fucking seconds. Shit. These people act like they're having twins themselves. Right, bro. They love Beyonce. Okay. There are people that are hurt more when celebrities couples break up than when they break up with their significant other. I swear. Right. Like that. All right. Um. Two thousand. Yeah. We got one and only Slim Shady. Deserving. Very deserving. Marshall Mathers LP, one of my favorite albums of all time. It's a wrap. That's all you gotta say. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to the entire album, listen to it. Incredible. Obviously, I don't have to say anything about it. Most of y'all have heard the album probably multiple times. Produced. Um, wasn't it mostly produced by Dre? Yeah. Um, obviously, because Dre signed him. I love how Dre thought that he was white. I mean, he thought he was black when he first heard him. Didn't even know he was white. That's the best his, part. His older stuff, he sounds different. That is true, because he... Uh, he's sober now, which kind of hurts. But I mean, you know. like, late... Late 90s, you can tell he's white because he's rapping with that. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. You just, that voice he raps with. Bro, Stan is one of the best rap out, I mean, rap songs ever made. Stan is genius. Like, that that's is. One, like, that's why he won, dog. That's not why he won, but if he just released that song alone in 2000, then he would have won the best rapper of the year that year. Because that song is incredible the way it's produced the lyrics obviously all that shit in that song is incredible can't even explain it. all right we're gonna transition 2000 jay-z won that 2001. year. 2001 excuse me uh jay-z won that year yes he was deserving of that i think i agree with it um he released the blueprint uh that went double platinum so that alone explains why he's probably the most famous that year and izzo so I just gotta sing when I say it. But um Izzo won that not won that year, but was on that album. So if y'all ever heard that song, then I feel bad for you. Just listen to it. It's incredible. But yeah, he was very deserving. I don't know if you thought that, but I did. Oh yeah, he he, he got it that year. Right. I forgot about the guest feature on the Fiesta remix. <laughs> the, the R. Kelly Heat. R. Kelly, man, I wish that dude was still making tracks, but it's cool. Trapped in the closet. 
2002, uh, Eminem, back on top. Eminem show, 8 Mile, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. That, that's all, that's, once again, I've, I've been saying it's a wrap a lot, but Eminem's just killing it, bro. 8 Eminem Mile. show, last, last good Eminem album? What? Are we going to say that? Did you just say that? We'll debate that another time, but that is not the last good Eminem album. Not at all. Anyway, I think Cameron um, was kind of close in 2002. Kind of. Hey Maz was also a banger, so I'm sure he was pretty famous that year. I mean, I don't really remember it that well. Obviously, I was only five, but Hey Maz was my favorite songs from back in that day. So, anyways, we're transition 2003. The homie 50 Cent killed that year. Deservingly. People, people kind of sleep on Get Rich or Die Trying. It's an all-time bro, it's classic. In, it's amazing, bro. It has so many good tracks on it. And, like, In the Club is from that. That song is still played, and it's from that album in that year. So, like, In the Club is one of, like, the most famous party bangers, I feel like, of all time. And it's, like I said, still played. And that year was incredible for him. Like, all the songs off that, Jay-Z was kind of close because he released a black album, but still, Get Rich or Die Trying, everyone knew that album. Everyone loved Jay-Z. I mean, everyone loved... uh, 50 Cent that year, so, I mean, it makes sense. They were right about that one. And then, uh, don't transition to 04. T.I., yes, I agree with that heavily. Trap music came out that year. Uh, and can't forget about the song, Rubber Band, man. Still a banger. I can, You can bump that song anytime, and I'm still going to fuck with it. It's a hard song. I love that song. That was released that year, so... I would argue against this one, but there's no one to argue in favor for. I mean, yeah, 50 Cent was kind of riding off of 2003 a little bit, so... Yeah. With how we do in the game. So, you know, the game uh, released documentary that year, his album, so... It's kind of close, but... T.I. takes it. And the fact that T.I. was in Soldier... With Lil Wayne, Destiny's Child. So, that song's, don't, don't even laugh, bro. That song, don't even act like you don't like that song. No, I like that song only for the features. Check my head. Can't hate on Destiny's Child. I can't believe you just said that. All right, who won 05? Jeezy got it. Word? Oh, can't hate on Jeezy. Very deserving. It's got the classic Soul Survivor. Right, right. Year. Soul Survivor is still bumping it as well. Great song. Um, I don't really know why he won it that much. I just feel like 05 didn't really give us that many crazy he had a He had a, a nice little run there for a little bit. He did. Not too crazy, but no one else is really deserving, so I can see why. Um, 2006 was when, don't get me wrong, Lil Wayne was on the come up in 05 low-key. But 2006 gave us Lil Wayne. Uh, or they put Lil Wayne, and I agree with him on that, too. He released the Carter 2, um, and his run after that was just impeccable, bro. Like, he released so many good albums after that. And his then, run from, like, 06 to 08 or 09, you couldn't go 10 minutes without hearing Lil Wayne on some right. song and on the radio. any rap song, you couldn't. And uh, 
his confidence just was this man just produced track after track track after track after track that was a hit. So in two thousand six you could tell that he was just he was getting there. Like he was coming up. Oh seven, Kanye with the release of Graduation. Yes. My favorite rap albums. Love Graduation. It's he. Um he released uh Late Registration in 05, so people kinda heard of him then. Or they heard of him before that, but like that's I think that album. Well, yeah, called. college dropout. What was that? Yeah, well, he had called. Yeah, he had college dropout, but late registration was pretty good. And then when he released graduation in 07, it was just I think it was over by the hands. You know, obviously he had some good ass singles from that. It was like I mean, you don't have to listen. Can't to tell me that. nothing. Stronger, good life, homecoming. Right. All those songs are bangers. Lil Wayne was still killing it that year, but. I like how they gave it to Kanye just because Graduation is a really, really good album. So I can understand. Um, oh, wait. Wayne's Lil back Wayne. on top. Not even a question, bro. I think Carter it's three. The, Dedication he, three. Domination. Like, 110%, bro. Like, the Carter three went, had so many singles off of, like, that were on that album. That went platinum, lollipop. What else we got? Got money, a milli. All those went platinum. Every, like at least a couple times, I think. So that might have that might have been the year he was averaging more than a feature a week. Probably. I'm just, probably look it up. I bet you find it. This man released so much heat. I mean, not not released, but like just. Pre- all the things he came up with on the Carter Three were incredible. Like the Carter Three is an amazing rap album. I've said it so many times, but he just he kills it, man. And not even the fact that the singles on there are amazing. Like I'm not a big fan of like Phone Home. People like that song. Mrs. Officer song's dope. That's we got. This is an unofficial fan list. But... Mr. Carter is an incredible song. Anyways. Continue. They have Lil Wayne as 104 features in 2008. 104. That don't surprise me, honestly. Probably because he killed it. Like, anyways, going to go the next one. 2009, Jay Z. Um, I ca- I mean, I kind of agree with it, but this man Drake. Come on now, I'd be at the pool in the summer. As a little, you know, middle schooler thinking I was sick, listening to So Far Gone. What's your Best favorite track I ever off? Had. What's don't your favorite track off So Far Gone? I really don't remember the album too well, but there I know this. Uptown. Knew, Uptown is. How many? Ig- there's so ignit, many. Ignite shit. Also, man, Uptown's probably Houston, a Vegas type. Um, I'm going in probably ought to be my favorite song off that. You, I think that honestly, think that Drake still won that year, the hottest MC. Bro, best I ever had. Everyone listening to that song, successful. I'm giving, I'm giving it to Jay Z because he got his first number one hit of his career. That's crazy that he didn't have one up to that point. Right, and the Blueprint three. Like you would have thought, Big Pimpin' would have been a number one hit. Yeah, was it? Wait, was it was Empire State of Mind was that, or is it Run the Town? Yeah, yeah. 
So I know Rutgers Town was obviously though. I think they both went platinum, but Empire, I know Empire State of mine went platinum. So, and that song was dope. I'm gonna give a shout out to the Yankees real quick. That was Derek Jeter's walk up song for like two years. Just saying, it was bro. And Derek Jeter's dope. So that song's dope. Derek Jeter's dope. It makes sense. 2010, return of Kanye back on top. My One, beautiful dark twisted fantasy, right. all time classic. Once again, all you gotta say, that album was so dope. Like the tracks that were off of that album were so tight. I don't know what's your favorite song off of that album. You got Runaway. You got what's what's the one fucking song? You got all the lights. Yeah, it's not. Let me look up the track list because I don't want to embarrass myself here. Runaway. Dark Fantasy is probably my favorite song off that album. Power, also a bang and Monster. Monster was dope. Just Nicki Minaj and Nicki Minaj can just stop. But <laughs> seriously, bro. But yeah, you should have won that year for sure. It's Gorgeous was probably my favorite song. I can agree with that. Not my favorite song, but I can definitely, definitely agree with that. That was a dope song. His popularity was in pe- like once again, just so dope. Everyone knew who he was. It didn't matter if it was rap. Everyone knew who Kanye West was. So you don't have to even like rap to know who he was. So he also did some dumb shit. You know, Beyonce might have had, you know, something to do with that, a.k.a. Taylor Swift. But of all time. Yeah, of all time. <laughs> of all time. So dumb. Anyways, uh, 2011. This man, Drake, didn't take off in 2011, but we got meme era Drake. This is this is sad, Drake. <laughs> Sad this, Drake? This is Oh She Curved Me. I'm going to go listen to Marvin's Room Drake. This is Mar- I say, yeah, this is Marvin's Room Drake. Like, I just broke up with my girlfriend. Marvin's no, Room. Take Care is by far his best album. I agree. It's not up for debate. His so- the sophomore album was his, it was dope, bro. I totally agree with that. What's your favorite track off there? <sighs> Once again, you're going to do me like that. Because Take Care is a dope album. Mine's cameras. And once again, I can agree with that. But I don't know what... That was a good choice, man. I got like cameras. I like that song. It's pretty long, but... Um, hmm. You got the Kendrick interlude, which isn't even a, a Drake song. Really. I don't know. I'll probably have to agree with you on that. Because I was probably going to say that. Headlines, obviously. Like it's long. The most well-known song. I mean, there's some pretty mainstream ass songs in there, but well, pretty much every song is mainstream off there. Off any album he makes, we'll be fine is one of my favorites. True. And then honestly, we're supposed to talk, talk about 2012 because Drake won it again, and it makes sense. So uh, once like Take Care drop, just do this road that momentum and feature after feature after feature after. I'm in his feet like I'm the features that. And I mean his features, just the fact that he was making songs too. Like the motto, who didn't know the motto? Like how, like the fact that YOLO was probably said 300 times a day, 
if you had a conversation with someone, YOLO wasn't uh, set, and I'd be surprised. The year of YOLO, the year of Coney. <laughs> Coney, baby. Take it Coney on. 2017. Uh, take my head. Kendrick doing. Lamar gets an honorable mention 2012. Do you think he should have won? No. Drake, every, no. Just because I love I love Good Kid, Mad City, but nah, man, everyone was still fucking with Drake more, one hundred percent. Kind of agree. I kind of think he should have won, but at the same time, Drake was just too popular, man. No way Kendrick was winning that. No way. But uh, Kendrick did win two thousand thirteen, and and I can agree with that because Good Good Kid, Mad City was just an incredible album, and that's all has to be said about that. This dude, after Section 80 was released, Good Kid, Mad City was just dope. Like, incredible. 2014, this is where... I, we shouldn't even talk about this. This is where we really get into it. Because... they Let's just... They got Nicki Minaj. They put Nicki Minaj as the best rapper of a year. What? How? When? Uh, like, they should just stop being a, a website. Like, Complex should just stop in general. Nicki Minaj, are you serious? Yeah, she released a pink print, and it was okay. All right, it was I, all right. I probably would have given it to J. Cole. Yeah, no doubt. Horse Hills Drive. Or, is or Thugger. Cool. Thugger's up there, bro. Thugger came up with his uh, stoner, and uh, can't tell me that about the money with was dope and lifestyle was dope both those songs were tight so i mean thugger's kind of up there but i definitely would have given it to j cole because everyone loved that album was one of my favorites too so basically it, anyone but nikki anyone but nikki minaj but you could have given it to vanilla ice and i've been okay with that uh drake won 2015 not a surprise he killed that year. Untouchable. Uh, the whole Meek Mill thing. Right. Meek Mill just, after he released that in the summer, I was sitting on the toilet, actually. I remember that vividly. And I, I remember. On. I was, because my sleep schedule was trash. It's trash every summer. It's kind of trash now. But <laughs> right. I was up right. until like 4.30 in the morning. And I went to bed, obviously, at like 4.30. Drake released back-to-back something like 5.15 in the morning. So I end up sleeping until like two thirty. Damn. I, I wake up and my phone is just flooded with notifications. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I finally get on Twitter. I hear back to back, see what everyone's talking about. And uh, I, I tweeted out that gif of uh, Donald Glover from the show Community, where he's walking in with the pizza and the apartment's <laughs> on fire, like shit's going on. I know on. what you're talking about. And I was like, when you hop on Twitter late to see all this back to back drama. He ended this man's career. Don't get me wrong. Like low Meek's, key. Low, low key, because Meek's released some good stuff. Like, I even hate, everyone just hates Meek just because Drake loves him. I mean, Drake doesn't love him. So, and Drake says all this kind of shit about him and hates on him all the time. So, everyone hates Meek Mill just because everyone loves Drake. But Meek Mill is still making good tracks. So. And we haven't even mentioned that he dropped Hotline Bling. If you're reading this, it's too late. What a time to be alive. He hopped on Blessings. Where you at? Rico, 100. You can stop there. Like, 
all those tracks you should know. If you haven't listened to him, listen to him. But he easily won that year. And then 2016, kind of a controversy. I don't really care that much because I love Chance the Rapper won that year. I love him. And I think he low-key should have won it, kind of. But Coloring Book is pretty good to me. I liked it a lot. But Life of Pablo was a letdown. Views was a bit of a letdown. Exactly. So you should have won. Yeah, I give it to him. All right. And and they have Kendrick as an honorable mention. Kendrick, he put out. Did he even put out Untitled Unmastered in 2016 or was that 2015? Because I, I, I know I know he did a lot of features, but I wouldn't even consider that's not even an album. I mean, it technically is an album. It was it was put out in 2016, but. And I liked a lot of the tracks in there. Seven, eight, bow tight. He should have put names for them. Yeah. I don't know why they're untitled. That's some dumb shit. But anyways, I can't hate the man. But I'll go on to the next thing. So some tours and concerts that uh, we've been reading about. Um, some news that happened in some concerts and stuff. Uh, Migos, while in Houston for the Super Bowl, played Emmett Smith, the song, which is tight. Check it out for Emmett Smith, which is dope, because Emmett Smith is tight, and they, po- they post a picture and shit together, like, apparently Emmett Smith dab during the song, and it was a hard-ass dab, we're not talking some <laughs> some white 45-year-old dad dab, we're talking, like, apparently, we're talking Hall of Fame running back dab, right, right, he had a beer in his hand and shit, too, and while the song was going on, this man dabbed, apparently, but, so that's pretty tight, that was some news from, from their concert, um, apparently, what, is Kodak? No, or what? We're talking about designer. Oh yeah, that's right, designer. With the his... good music member announced a 25 date tour. Stop going, going across six weeks, 25 cities. I'll be following him in each city. Ha, never mind. You thought he's gonna perform all two of his songs. It'll be dope. Right, it'll be dope. All, all, all two, maybe one and a half, maybe. I don't even know. He might bring out 14 different people because he can't perform his own songs because he's just that terrible. But I mean, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner. Yeah, no. he he stays hype, so he'll Don't put on me. a good he'll put on a good show. He'd be dope to like bring out like say I don't know like Drake or Kendrick came to a concert or something and they brought out Designer. That'd be tight for like three songs. And Maybe if he runs out of songs, he'll just start performing Future. Yeah, like Future. If Future, that's it. I should say future. No, no, no. Like, like, like if designer runs out of songs to perform, he'll just start going out of futures catalog. (laughs) Right. Oh shit, futures here. (laughs) Uh, Um, Kodak announced that he is going on tour, which apparently his tour started, um, on the fourth of February, which I thought he announced a couple days ago, but apparently it started already. Um, started. In I think Houston. Um, yeah, started in Houston. Um, not a huge fan of Kodak. I'm sure he's getting mad love for his concerts though. Um, he's doing 14 different shows in 11 11 different uh cities. So like I say, he's gonna get love for that. And it's not a long tour. Only going to the fourth of March. So Kodak, like I say, he's going on his tour, which might it should be pretty tight. The I Love the 90s tour is still 
in full effect featuring salt and pepper that's vanilla tight. ice coolio young mc tone lock rob bass that's uh, dope it's going on they got a decent amount of shows left i know they've been touring for a minute right now they are in well tomorrow though we'll be in rockford illinois so that'd yeah, be pretty cool to check out so they'll, be in, they'll be in uh youngstown february 19th oh shit my Youngstown people, y'all better be going. Um, so, like I said, those are the tours coming up and the concerts and whatnot. So you should check those out. If you're a fan of any of those artists, if you're a fan of the 90s music, you should check it out. Um, so next, we're going to talk about some of the collab albums that we should be... Collab album um, that you want to see. That you want to see, all right? Nothing so, that's been confirmed. Nothing yeah. that's in the works. This is just purely what it we want to It should be in the works. Don't get me wrong. But some we want to see. Go ahead. As a big fan of both The Weeknd and Future. Stop. And after, after they put out Low Life. Give me a whole mixtape of The Weeknd and Future. I can't believe you just said that. Get mad, okay? I'm because not mad. It's just like, no. They have that trap sound. I think it'd be dope. Kind of. I mean, I like, don't get me wrong. I like. I like the weekend on the hook and whatnot, but on maybe one or two songs, like maybe Future comes out with an album and weekends on a couple of hooks, whatnot, but not a whole entire mixtape of those two. Hell no. Just give me ten songs. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Like I just couldn't listen to those two for that for that long. I can't stand the weekend, dude. Low key. He's just his voice just pisses me off sometimes. I think you're in a very small minority with that. I probably am, but that's just my opinion. But um, so I decided to do my favorite rapper right now, Denzel Curry and Rick Ross. These two are from the same city, Carroll City, Florida. Um, they've already made a banger together. I don't know if if you've heard Naughty Head. I have um, not. Check out Naughty Head, featuring Rick Ross. It's by Denzel. I think it's on um, Planet Shrooms. I might be wrong, but like I said, it's about those two. They should lose. They got to go together, bro. Just because Denzel can spit pretty fast on his tracks. And Rick Ross, you know, with his slower trap sound. Not trap sound, but, you know, slower kind of. Oh, you know what it is. Oh. They just, they'd be a good combo together, bro. Just, I, love, I would love to see those two together. Uh, I'm pretty sure it could actually happen too, like I said, because they've already made a song together. So, and they're constantly together in Carroll City. So, hopefully it happens, but I don't know. But we'll see. All right. So, next we got two songs that should be coming in your speakers soon. I hope. Anyways, because I like this song. Song that, um, pretty famous, actually. I'm pretty sure some of y'all music people that follow music a lot. Um, Jeremiah, I think of you, fe- featuring Chris Brown and Big Sean. Um, it's actually a pretty famous song already, but it's not like on the radio or anything yet. And it's just, really, it's really recent, isn't it? Yeah, it's a pretty recent song. I think it was released like a week, two weeks ago, something like that. But it has a nice beat to it. Uh, one of the biggest artists right now, Big Sean, is featured on it. So 
I'm sure it's going to blow up sometime soon. It's a dope song. So if you haven't listened to that song yet, check it out. But it's definitely, definitely going to be on your speaker sometime soon. Or it's going to be on your Spotify playlist. So check it out before everyone else does. It's tight. And then my pick, something we already got into. But uh, Quavo with the feature on Bourne's Hot Top. Yes. that Like we started to talk about that song, Feet. That song will definitely catch a vibe catch a wave no doubt it's definitely gonna be on your radio soon well, i don't know if it's gonna be on the radio but you should definitely check it out it's like caroline was an underground song i listened to that song literally three here, here weeks. we go don's about to get mad don's about to get mad i'm <laughs> i should get mad because caroline was dope before it started getting played every two seconds that song was tight but we're not gonna go to, like i said we're not gonna road either because i'd say the same thing about gassed up gassed up was dope caroline's dope but it's all good I'm not going to argue that, but gas stuff was dope. All right. Anyways, we're going to get into our our next topic of probably my favorite thing. So, whack bar or nah. Okay, so pretty much we're going to say a line from a song and say if it's whack or not. And pretty much it's going gonna, gonna to be a whack. It's going to be a whack line just because it's more funny that way. So, what did you pick for your whack bar of the week? This is off Big Sean's last album, off okay. the song Blessings, All right. when he said, when your stars align, I guess you do like the solar system and plan it out. <laughs> that's so, that's just so bad. I can't even <laughs> plan it. Like, At what point writing that was he like, that's, that's the one, that's it right there. It don't even matter because everyone loves Big Sean so much, so I can understand that low-key that he picked that but that's just i didn't catch any cringy bars like that off his new album there's probably some in there i missed no doubt but seems like he's cutting down on those what you got so like i already said from i listened to this new culture uh album all the time this new migos album all the time and this is a quavo line from Get right with you. Um, he says, riding the coop with the wings, going to Thailand with them chinks. <laughs> okay, so listen, not a cheesy line by any means, but come on now, chinks like rock, Thailand with them chinks for real, Quavo. Like, couldn't have said any anything better than that. Like, that's just I, I can't. I so bad. Like. It shouldn't be removed. It's, it's like the shout out to Asian girls. Let the lights dim some. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So like, like it's so bad. Like, but like, damn, chinks for real. It shouldn't be removed or anything from the song. But like, anything Quavo spits on is hard. But he could have he could have came up with something better because he already has dumb stuff. But definitely, definitely not something I approve of. Um. We're going to go into Hot or Not next. Um, just talk about some topics that we think or some people that we think are hot or not right now. And um, I can just feel the fumes coming off you right now before you yeah, get I'm a, into I'm it. Probably, I'm probably going to piss some people off. I'm not even going to lie about it. But if, you are, it is, if you're so. a little Boat fan, turn it off right now. Yeah, Skip yeah, ahead five minutes, fan. whatever. Get your trash ass out of here if you're a little Boat fan. But the question was, is Lil Yachty trash or not? And um, yes, 
Like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, if you've listened to any good rap music in your life, you should not like Lil Yachty. Like, come on now. It isn't even a question. His voice is awful. His lyrics are awful. All of his songs are awful. Every song he's on is trash. He's on Broccoli. Like, you know how bad that song is? This man makes rap music childish and terrible. Like, that's all I can say. He can't freestyle either. He has to write out his freestyles before he freestyles, which is terrible. And we're going to get into that later, but One Night is also, like, a Twitter, like, clowning song, which made him famous. So that alone is just an embarrassment to rap music. I'm done. Lil Yachty is terrible. Don't at me. Don't at my Twitter name if you're listening to this. This dude is terrible. Should never be allowed on any rap song. And if he's on any of my favorite rappers' rap songs, I'm not going to listen to it. Go ahead. So, but you're... So, so you're not a fan of Kyle? No, I'm not a fan of Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, period, you mean? Is that... Is that is Super duper Kyle? Doctor? Yeah. I mean, Labine and I used to bump that back in the day, but no. Stop. Go ahead. Twitter was in flames the night of... I decided his release mainly True. talking about Eminem's verse on no favors. Savage Twitter was calling it a major L telling this man to hang it up saying your <laughs> top five, leave your legacy intact. Quit doing this to yourself. People saying, people saying Eminem hasn't been able to rap on a beat since relapse. Uh, not true. Not true. Saying all these kinds of things about him. I think the verse is dope. Right. A lot of people agree with me. It's, it's like a 50-50 split, probably, that's divided between it. People think it's whack. People think it's dope. I think it's dope. Basically, he basically just flexes his rapid ability on everybody, saying, hey, I'm still here. At any moment, I can come out of nowhere, drop a verse, get you guys talking about it. And that's what I'm saying, too. But, you know, some people are just not a fan, which I can't – like I said, I can agree with a little bit. But this dude's still so dope to me, personal opinion, but – he seems to actually take some time and release an album, but hopefully he does. Um, so the next topic we're going to get into. Getting back to it. Getting back to it about Lil Yachty's freestyle. Not him in particular, but all rappers, rappers in general. Some Not all rappers, but some rappers in general. B. Campbell and I were talking about this the other day. Um, do rappers write their freestyles before they go into radio stations? Is the question. And should they write them before or should they not write them before and rappers that do are trash they should not write them before my opinion if it's a freestyle you're freestyling that's what it's about like you're supposed to spit on a track and show your rapping skills like don't get me wrong obviously you write something down and you rap it you're still showing your rapping skills but it's even more impressive and doper if you're coming up with something on the spot like okay the xxl 2017 freshman freestyle is awful. Besides, there, there's a couple, couple on there. I can, I can fuck with Denzel Curry, of course. He kills it on his first. Um, and you can just tell these dudes wrote them before, which it's easier to spot out the dudes that aren't writing them. Like, right, it's it's a lot easier. King Los never does. Vince Staples, Kendrick Lamar, J Cole, Childish Gambino. All, all of all of their radio freestyles I've seen, they're definitely freestyling off the top. Like you're not gonna go into a studio and see ASAP Rocky sitting there and have him have something in front of him. He's about to rap. That dude's gonna freestyle on the spot. 
and kill it. Like ASAP, like just people like that, you can tell that are actually good rappers. But like I said, definitely trash if you write your freestyle a lot before. So next we gonna get into double L. L. Yes, good, good. Um, the game. Drake's number one fan. Number Drake, one fan, man. Check Drake Dick Rider Supreme. Uh, <laughs> Pretty called good. called this man twenty six Savage. Now, have I missed something? Is there a twenty three? Is there a twenty four? Twenty five Savage. Can this fool count? That's like, and at, at first I was like. I was like, well, maybe it's Drake's age. And I was like, no, Drake's 30. What, what's going on here? <laughs> so he called him 26 Savage. And and this was in response to him linking up with Nicki Minaj after the whole Meek Mill thing. Right. Game and Meek Mill had their little beef last year. Stupid. Dumb. It's not I, necessary. It's an L for all parties involved. It's an right. L for the game. It's an L, it's for, an L for Drake. It's an L for Nicki. It's... Got to throw an L for Meek Mill because he just takes L's. He's collecting these things. It's an L for everyone. Like, 100% I agree with you. It's stupid, bro. The fact that he called him 26 Savage, just, that's that's an L for sure. Like, that's just dumb. There's no, there's no, I guess there's a 22 Savage, but he, he changed the name before 21 came and popped his ass. <laughs> but 21's uh, not really banging. Eh, I don't know, bro. It's a knife. So I mean, come on now. He's kind of he's kind of some ignorant shit. So I can see him doing some dumb shit. But anyways, so uh, we all saw it on social media. Travis Scott fell off the stage, right? While at Drake's show, Drake is offering refunds for anyone that went to this concert. So I gotta know, Dove or L? So straight up, I'm gonna get it neither, just because I can't you gotta give pick it L one. I can't, man. I can't. That's not the name of the segment. I know, but it's going to be dub or dub L or neither. And I'm picking neither. So <laughs> just because, listen, bro. All right, let's get This man list. Drake has so much money. So it doesn't He doesn't need one concert. It don't matter. Just because. But at the same time, it's an L just because this man has to give, obviously, refunds to everyone who sucks. And the fact that Travis Scott ruined some, like, big – he had something that he fell onto that Drake was about to use at the end of the show that was, like, dope. So that, that kind of was an L. So I'm going to lean one way or the other. It's definitely an L because, one, Travis Scott um, wasn't even scheduled to be at the show. He was a guest appearance. So why are you going to give the fans refunds for that? They didn't even, they didn't even know he was coming. They didn't even know he was coming. So, like, what's the point of giving a goddamn refund for that? Stupid as hell. But, um... And then, the fact that they had probably had to cancel the show for a little bit. I don't know if they canceled the entire thing or not. But... I don't even know if he got back okay. up and performed. Yeah, I don't he might even, have just yeah, left. He might have been to the hospital. I don't even know. But, he was, it wasn't even a scheduled appearance. So, it's more of an L, if anything. He's getting a refund for that. But So, I gotta ask you, bro. It's XX Temptation says Drake could have called him before he bit his flow. Okay? Is that a dub or an L? That should be an easy decision. Listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> this man is in prison waiting on a phone call. 
Like, does he not know he's dealing with probably the busiest rapper in the world? Well, you want him to call his uh, his jail sec? Yeah, can I can I speak to X, yeah. please? Uh, I just want to know if it's cool if, if I uh, if I bite his flow, <laughs> as he's saying, for his for his one song, the only song that people know about. Like, right, right. You think this man Drake is really gonna call your unpopular ass? to ask you like now now i've i've heard the songs drake definitely is biting something but for this dude to think that he's the first person to have that flow he basically has Lil uzi's flow yeah so trash you could have said trash you could have said like wb you know something like that you know trash. but we we know drake does this like he takes something from someone else and makes it better and he gets away with it we knew this Ghost Rider head ass. It's whatever. It's an L. It, it's Definitely an L for X. It's a minor L for Drake. It's just Drake don't take L's. He don't. He takes little L's. Little minimal L's. So next segment we're going to social media savage of the week. We're gonna start with the most relevant person in the rap game right now, Soldier Boy. Probably heard his most recent track. Five, oh, I'm just playing. I hope y'all laughing. But uh, Soldier Boy's out here tweeting links from his SoldierBoyTellEm.com album from 2007. Fool, I was in like fourth grade. Why are you tweeting tracks from a 2007 album? Because he couldn't savage. tweet them back then. He couldn't tweet them back then. I get that, but he could have put them on the internet somewhere. I don't oh know where, like oh, wait, AIM God. maybe, like something like that. Just I am and all of his hoes. Like, hey, check out my track. Check out my track. Check out my track. What's like, the cutoff for tweeting out your song? Six months? As long as you're not Soldier Boy, do it anytime. <laughs> you're good. So if but, Drake comes out and says, yo, listen to Best I Ever Had, you're cool? He don't need to do that, though. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it's just... <sighs> if Snoop Dogg says, go listen to Nothing But A G Thing on Spotify. Uh, Yes, that's perfectly fine because Snoop, that song is heat. And that song is still dope. So I totally agree with that. I'm totally okay with that. But... Who so else he gets know? a major L for his savage attempt. Major L for that. Major L. And this makes him a savage because no one wants to go and listen to SoldierBoyTellHim.com and he's out here pissing people off. So kind of a savage move. He's dumb. We're hopping yeah, out of the music spectrum here to talk Just about LeBron James. Yes, sir. Now, I don't know if you saw this last night, but after the Cavs-Pacers game. I actually did. Sure, people were talking about today, though. I'm sure you heard about the whole Charles Oakley Former Nick Great getting into it with James Dolan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Getting kicked out, arrested. So LeBron hops on Instagram, posts out a picture of Charles Oakley with the caption, Mood. (laughs) (laughs) And this comes comes days after LeBron calling New York media member Frank Isola trash. (laughs) That's dope, bro. You should have called him trash. He was trash for saying some dumb shit like that. The Cavs are not going to, hopefully not going to trade Kev Love. And he's trying to do it during a game. That's dumb. Shit. And this comes a week after LeBron called out Charles Barkley for things that happened like 20 years ago. Crisp a cream donut is round <laughs> like a drum. Charles Barkley, no, just Kenny, Kenny, let me tell, let me tell you something, Kenny. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> hey, hey, Charles, why don't you buy your woman a why don't you buy your woman a watch? Cause there's a clock on the stove. <laughs> Bro, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Stupid. But LeBron, I'd be a savage, and I love it. 
Um, he's not even on social media. It's in general what's calling out people. So that Instagram last night was funny as hell, though. And I was definitely savage for that. Speaking of call-outs, Dom, where the hell is Travis Porter? Bro, he, I don't even know who that is anymore. Like, this dude hasn't released a track. In, Three dudes. There's, it's, it's a group. It's a my group. Bad. My bad. Sorry, I was, they looking, put out I was looking at two, Bryson Tiller. Excuse two me. of the all-time greatest party anthems, Bring It Back and A-Ladies. Travis Porter, used, they used to release, like, not a lot of heat, but the fact they released Make It Rain was dope. A-Ladies was dope. Like, they could have been dope. As like they could they couldn't have been the next Migos or anything. Not that next Migos. They, they couldn't have been like They could have been the original Migos. Right, they could have been the original Migos. Like they were popular on the radio and whatnot. Like people knew who Travis Porter were. They knew who they were. So like dumb. So I'm, I'm gonna look them up and I'm gonna find out where the hell they went. I'm sure you're not gonna be able to find it because I, the Google probably don't, don't even know. So it. I'm on Spotify. Yeah. They put out an album in 2016 okay. called 285. How many uh, plays? Uh, Probably minimal. Like, uh, it's uh, it's low. Trash. There's two features on the album. One is from Schooly. Who? <laughs> uh, not 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 aware of Schooly. And YFN Lucci. I know YFN. So at least they got someone on the album. So they're they're still around. They're putting out music, but it's not getting any buzz, and it's probably nowhere near the quality it once was. Shake my head completely. That could have been so dope. I'm hurt. But I gotta ask you something. Where the hell is Bryson Tiller? Where does this dude go? Where has he been? He in Louisville. He working at Papa John's. What happened to this dude? I he swear, got his day man. job back. He's like, you know what? Right. It's cool. It's not for me. Well, he put out one single since the album. I th- he dropped a couple, couple, not even singles, just a couple tracks on a, I guess you can call them singles, but tracks on SoundCloud and whatnot. They were, they were pretty dope. Like I, I like them. Like they were released in the summer slash fall, but he hasn't released an album. And so, and since 2015, which feels I think like it was so o- longer, October 2015, I want to say, something like that. But he, Trap Soul was released in 2015, and that album was dope. Good freshman album, but that sophomore album needs to come out like soon or something about. It. He needs to say something about it. Like we haven't even heard from the dude. Like I don't know where this man is, but like I said, I'm assuming he's at Papa John's in Louisville <laughs> doing his thing. So maybe he recording back there in the studio. And Papa John's he, guy. He's recording in the video. bathroom like the game. Right. <laughs> he's on the toilet recording. Just shake my head. I don't know where that dude the, No idea where that dude went. But we're going to hop into um, some of the mixtapes that came out. Uh, Young Dolph out here releasing Gelato. Uh-huh. Dope. It actually, dope, dope mixtape. Please check it out. It got features from Wiz, Migos. Lil Yachty. <laughs> um, but Migos is on his tight. Even the songs that have no features are dope on it. Zaytoven is on some of the beats, so it's pretty dope. Um, like I said, 
because of the dopes are harder. It's more of like a trap album or a trap mixtape, I mean. So it fits a young Dolph type sound. And uh, he spits on it. So you got to check it out. And my favorite song from it is definitely the first one, a.k.a. Gelato. That's what the song's called. So the beat is hard. I love that. But um, I'm going to give it probably a 7 out of 10. Not the best, but definitely, definitely pretty good. Check it out if you can. Slim Thug put out a new tape called Welcome to Houston. More of that classic Texas sound. How's that? Uh, it's got, it's all right. It's got a couple features that are uh, well known. There's a, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of features on this album. There was a song, uh, the song called Welcome to Houston. There were probably like seven features on this track. Damn, who? I haven't listened to that mixtape yet. It's it's just all like local Texas artists. But my favorite track is definitely the Texas remix. Uh, it's got like a hard, slim thug trap type beat, and he's coming with that slow flow. Overall, it's probably like six and a half. It's an all right tape. It's not one of his best tapes. Word. Feel that. Well, um, so our last segment. We're gonna wrap it up with doing too much. Almost. Who's doing too much? This one honestly wasn't hard to find. This man, Jay-Z, from what I hear this week, not even Jay-Z, Beyonce, too, they're giving their daughter, Blue Ivy, her own perfume line. Y'all want to know how old she is? Y'all want to know? She is five. (laughs) Bro, I didn't even know what perfume was when I was five. Like, what the hell? Like, she's getting her line of clothes. I thought Kylie Jenner a couple years ago, that was going too far because she was like 17, 16. 13 years old? Yeah, but now we got a five-year-old. We got five-year-olds getting their own perfume lines. Like she's getting her. her, her it's supposed supposedly supposed to be called Blue Ivy Carter. Her full name, I think, is her full name. But that's doing way too much. Get your five-year-old some toys, not some perfume line. Go out, you know, get her a good kindergarten teacher. All right. The f- God damn. Own perfume line. Stop. Who else you got doing too much? Sticking with Jay-Z here. All right, word. Got a new member of Rock Nation. Just signed him. Who that? Jim Jones, who hasn't been balling since 2007. Jim Jones. Jim Jones been Jim Jones been flying low. He hasn't been flying high, okay? Right. We fly... <laughs> wait, wait. You do? Because you, be, you must be south for the winter because I haven't seen you at all, though. Or heard from you. Where you been at? This dude's flying all we, the way south. We got all these 07 rappers. Trying got, to do too much. We got Hurricane Chris. We got Jim Jones. We got Soldier Boy. What what the hell is going on? Don't get me wrong. Like Shout out to Jim Jones for getting signed. When I, but like, come on now. What is Jay-Z planning? I, that's a great question. Like, no idea. Damn. That's just doing way too much. This would be like the Cavs signing Andre Miller. <laughs> or sign a Lance Stevenson dog. When, this is like when the Lakers brought back Metal World Peace. Right, right. <laughs> Vince Carter stuff. Well, Vince Carter's still balling. I can't really hate on that. He's not really the same. But can we get T Mac out of retirement? Can we sign a? <laughs> yeah, we'll get Jason Kidd out of coaching, bros. Get the Cavs to sign Jason Kidd as that backup point guard. You feel me? Oh God. Anyways, we're gonna 
Appreciate y'all for listening to our first for the culture podcast. We appreciate it very much. Like we said, follow us on Twitter. Follow me at Brown Dom three M's on the Dom for the culture at for the culture Four. check us out. Give us a follow. We'll be posting something every week. Next week. We're going to get a guest. guest on here. Yep. Yeah. And we don't know who it is yet, but you know, you can catch me online at, Brian Chicken Noodle, that's B-R-I-N-C-H-K-N-O-D-L. Follow me on Twitter. And, yeah, we're going to get you guys some good content. We're going to get better every week. And uh, this is the start of a journey. All right, y'all. Catch y'all next week.